This podcast is going to be a little bit different. Uh, we decided to do it on the go. This will be the super scoop in the car. And we're here with Robert Gordon today. So let's get this kicked off right. Welcome to the Box Elder School District Super Scoop podcast about the happenings in Box Elder School District. This week we are here with IT Director Robert Gordon. Okay, well, we're here with Robert Gordon, our IT director. And uh, Robert, you have a long history of technology and your educational background. Um, give us a little synopsis of kind of your love for technology and how you uh, have implemented it in your career. Well, thanks, David. It's um, really nice of you to ask me to be here today and to talk about this. Um, I am excited about technology. I've been an educator for 29 years. Um, be starting my 30th year next year. I started out in the classroom teaching um, fifth and sixth graders and had an opportunity to put a computer on the desk of every one of my students. And that's when I fell in love with technology and education because it gave the students an opportunity to think outside of the box and to do things a lot more on their own. Um, I spent a lot of time working with teachers um, over the years though, helping them incorporate and implement technology into their classroom. And so I get really excited when we can come up with technologies that are gonna help improve student learning, student engagement, and make life easier for teachers in their classroom. So 29 years ago, and you were putting computers on everybody's desk. Uh, wasn't quite 29 years ago. Oh, okay. But um, computers have come a long way. What, do you remember what the model was that you used? <laughs> I distinctly remember. Yeah. Yeah. It was an old business lab that they had taken out of the high school. So they weren't new computers by any means. <laughs> and they were Macintosh computers or an uh -huh. Apple computer. They were called a Mac Classic and a Mac Plus. Whoa. Yeah. Nice. So were those before or after the Apple IIe? <laughs> they were after. They were after by the very Apple much. II, yeah. Yeah, barely. Nice. Um, as our IT director, I mean, you have one title, but you do lots of different jobs. Maybe give our listeners three different jobs that you do under the title of IT director? You know, one of the things that, um, first of all, that title, IT director, I, I really like to, to switch those words around. Director of, I, of technology, uh -huh. not director of IT, director of technology. And... <laughs> I like that because I really feel like I am that conductor on the stage conducting what's going on um, in that orchestra or that symphony, um, all the different moving pieces throughout the district. We have, we have teams um, that work right in the schools. Those are my field ops, my field techs. Uh, it's our field ops team. <clears throat> And, um, and there's a lot that goes on there. We have a wire ops team where we're pulling wires and trying to make sure we get better connectivity 
for just to interrupt you. So your field ops teams, those are the ones that the teachers see in the schools, right? Okay. You out in the field. You know your field tech. Yeah. And uh, and they are they're the they're the face of IT. They are really out there. Um, They're the face of technology. And it's a good looking face they have. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then you've got your wire team. It all boils down to that that um, connectivity, uh-huh. and um, and then we have a we call them net ops, but there are engineers, there are they're behind the scenes, um, making sure that uh, new software packages are pushed out to the computers, making sure that <clears throat> we're not getting hacked by Russia, um, and making sure that our network is is. Um, Oh, what's the right word I'm trying to think think of here? It's not coming to me. Um, but that we have a good hard shell and that, that uh, outside hackers are not trying to penetrate. There And there's things going on with all of these all the time. And as well as working with you, David, in the, you know, the ed tech side of things, which is where I've had, you know, years and years of experience. Um, but there's lots of gears that go to, that have to mesh together to make everything in IT work all the time. And as you know, it just doesn't always work. We wish it did. We want it to always work, but it, it doesn't always work. So that's primarily the, you know, the overview of the role that I do. Um, one of the titles that I carry is student data privacy officer. Uh-huh. So I'm also trying to make sure that all of our student data is safe and and protected as well. And it's a challenging job for sure. Yeah, well, we've got over 12,000 students and all of their data with all of the different programs we use. And yeah, there's a lot of... Uh, a lot of room for error with all of the different pieces. Um, and you talk about, you know, sometimes the technology works and, well, most of the time it works. Sometimes it doesn't. And the thing that I've found now being in my role is there's so many different layers of things the technology has to go through. And if one is out of whack just a little bit, sometimes the end user sees the hiccup. Um, but of the 180 days we're in school, 179 and a half the technology works <laughs> and we and, and so we appreciate all of the hard work that you orchestrate and all of those things um, with all of the different pieces that you have what is your favorite part you know that's a hard hard question to answer um, my favorite part is as oh and probably is and always has been exploring new technologies new tools um, to put in the hands of teachers and figuring out how they're going to be able to use those in the classroom how it's going to make their life better that's that's my favorite part that's the part i get really really excited about uh, one example um, of that is teaching with the ipad when <clears throat> when the ipad came out the very first generation didn't have a camera but that second generation did and i remember i was working with a teacher and the apple t it came apple the apple tv it came out and that really 
opened up all kinds of doors for a teacher. We hooked that up and we were able to show uh, the principal how this device could be used instead of um, a one... A document camera. A document camera yeah. that only does one thing. Yep. And and it was just a wonderful experience and just so exciting. Um, and we've been able to imp implement that. Now, along with that excitement comes the frustration. Um, we've got iPads in the hands of every one of our teachers, but not all of them are working. Um, not all of them are able to mirror to the screen as well as we would like to see. Um, so we're working on improving that and fixing that as well. And, and, and again, that's the part that excites me. How can we make things better for teachers? Yeah, and, and technology is a great tool and it, it uh, can simplify what we're doing. Obviously, it doesn't take over for being a teacher. There's a lot of things that only teachers can do that devices can't do. But um, giving a device to a teacher can help simplify their lives and uh, make things more efficient. We, we were talking today with another school district. Well, I can't even remember. What was the term that they used for their iPad? It wasn't an iPad. It was a... Yeah, they called it a presenter device. So, so a presentation it, device. Presentation. You're That's right. what it was. Presentation yes. device. So it didn't always have to be an iPad. Uh, they were using <clears throat> touch Chromebooks or even a, a two-in-one laptop where the screen would flip around and they were able to use that as a presentation device. And I really like that more generic <clears throat> approach and being able to say, yes, every teacher needs a presentation device as well as a preparation device. Yeah. And uh, we, we talked about um, like a interactive display in, in our district, we have smart boards, but really it's the same as a chalkboard because it ties you to the front of the classroom. But if you have a presentation device, then it lets you move around and work with those students individually um, because you're away from the front of the room. So that was kind of a interesting uh, concept that we were looking at. Absolutely. I've, I've worked with smart boards for, for years and years and, and always have liked the, the technology. It's a good technology, but it does tie the teacher to the front of the classroom. And that ability for a teacher to move around the classroom with a presentation device is definitely the next wave. And we want to get that working much better for our teachers. Yeah. Um, to go back to your team, uh, because uh, they call it the Bat Cave, but they've got a, a room in there that you go in there most of the time, the lights are dim. You know, they're sitting there working interdependently. Um, what are some of the what are some of the roles that your team does that maybe nobody in the district knows has to happen every day? So <clears throat> you call it the Bat Cave, but I want you to know that that they didn't call it the Bat Cave. That um, we did we did create this space that we wanted to have one room, not separate offices, not separate um, cubicles, but one room where everyone can can exchange ideas and work together. And we came up with that plan, and and um, and when we moved in. Um, 
we showed up one day at work and there's the sign on our door that said bad game. And yes, tech, techie guys like to work in less light because it makes their screens pop yeah. more. And, <laughs> and so, so it is dark in there, like the bad cave. <clears throat> so much goes on there. You know, it's our, um, it's our incident command center when things are not working. Uh, we do have, um, and it's our network command center, uh, net, network operations center. We have screens where we can monitor the network and, and see what's going on. Um, this used to not be. And so we would only find out if there was an outage at a school from the school themselves. And this really does help us to try to be preemptive. Now, we still don't always know about everything that's going on in the school, especially if it's just one or two switches that affect certain areas of a school. Um, we don't always hone in right on those, but it has helped us immensely to solve problems quicker. So we've got, a <coughs> we've got everything going on there from um, deploying software to managing our, our Google and class links and rostering um, students into new applications um, such as Canvas and all of the myriad of ed, ed tech applications that our teachers use. There really are so many that we can't yeah. name them all. <laughs> I tried to list them and I yeah. kept missing some. And yeah, we have a lot of things that we roster our students into. Every new student has to be rostered into every single program. Yeah, so I've got one guy that does mostly, that's most of his job is to do that. He also takes care of email, email security, blocking messages that come through that we don't want in everyone's inbox. Um, we have another guy that, and I'm just going around the room in my head, another guy that, uh, another uh, employee that works to maintain our data center. And he's watching for temperatures to rise in there or watching for uh, any power failures to make sure everything's working there. And, and he does so much more with data uh, and pulling data out of different systems and helping um, those that data move throughout the district. We have two Real quick to, to clarify on that, because <clears throat> yeah. you talk about a data center and we have yeah. hard drives that sit in a room. And when most people think about, oh, this is stored on the cloud, really when it's stored on the cloud, it's stored on somebody else's computer. And this is that computer where this it's stored on. This is that computer. We're, we are that cloud. And so the cloud isn't some mythical place up in the sky. The cloud is a hard drive that our district manages for certain programs. And uh, we need to have somebody that makes sure that it works correctly. We, and so, yeah. When we you're talking sure about the, that the data center, that's the cloud. That is the cloud. That is anything that you put on the U drive is in that, it's in our cloud. And when we're making sure that it's backed up, we're making sure that the data is safe and secure and that um, that data is not going to get out in a leak of any sort. Knock on wood, because that's my scariest thing. That's what keeps me up at night, worrying about um, any of that, any of our data, our student data, our grades, our employee information, any of that information um, getting into the wrong hands. So continue around the room. You were with yeah. the programmers. So we start talking, yeah, we've got two programmers, one that focuses on um, the web and um, 
our our pinnacle database and another that he works on so many different things but his primary purpose is to keep all of the systems tied together and automated he's really into automation we have a security specialist um, that does just well his focus is to instead of waiting for a fire to happen it's to make sure a fire never happens and he's always keeping track of the latest um, malware attacks ransomware attacks and making sure that we in our district are safe from those um, and then our network has to run at top speed our wireless has to work and we have two people that are over the, the network both the wired network and our phones uh, to make sure all of our phone systems working and our wireless network and these these full-time jobs they're that are they keep them busy all the time, making sure that um, we have connectivity and and, um, and that each of the schools has a good solid connection with an internet service provider. So it's, there's a lot that goes on in that back cave. And one thing I wanna point out that we've got these programmers, we've got these uh, security network, we've got all these guys and they work with third-party companies. And if those third-party companies make a change, we've got to make sure that we make a change so that things are working correctly. So it's not like, hey, set it and forget it. There's always we're a domino always, yeah, effect. Yeah, we're all, they're always working to make sure that everything is working together correctly so that the end user, it works. One thing changes and it does affect other things. And so we're, we are constantly um, making sure we're restacking the dominoes rather than letting them get toppled over and, and making sure everything is working. So I love Box Hill School District. You did forget one person. Great place. It doesn't sit in the Batcave, but manages the door to the Batcave. We have Lauren, our secretary. I can't, I can't ever forget Lauren at all because Lauren is the IT secretary. She is, um, she is the key to everything. She keeps everything straight. She keeps us all in line. Uh, she is the first person. She, if the field techs are the face of IT, she's the voice of IT because she's the person you're going to talk to when you call. Um, or you come in and you're, you're, you're a new employee, a new teacher, she's the person that's gonna get you set up with your new account. Um, she is indispensable, and we're really grateful for Lauren Haramoto and all the work that she does. She's very good at knowing what everybody does, and oh, you have a question, here's the person that can answer it or whatever, so. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, she, she's a great director of traffic, I guess. Yes. So, well, um, we appreciate all that you do. I know that um, a lot of the curriculum department is seen all the time because they talk to the principals, they talk to the teachers. Um, the IT department yeah. is uh, sitting in the background making sure everything works so that teachers can do what they can do. Um, and it's sometimes a, you only hear the complaints. You don't hear the gratitude saying, hey, thanks because I got onto my computer and I taught today using my devices and the Chromebooks worked, my computer worked. Um, you don't hear those thank yous. So this is the district saying thank you for you and your team and all that you do. 
Well, I really appreciate that. One of the things that I try to help all of my team focus on is that we are the support to the teachers. We are here to serve those teachers and we need to be very service oriented. And I really feel like the IT department, they're the best guys in the world to work with and that they are service oriented. They know how important it is their jobs are to what goes on in the classrooms every day. And we just want to make our teachers' lives, our students' lives, our students' learning better every day. Yeah, I've been in the district for a long time and I've been through a lot of IT directors and it seems like many of them were, uh, if, if we can shut down as much, then things won't break as much. But I like your philosophy of let's open things up and we'll fix it as it happens. Um, you need access to this website, you know, put in a filter request, we'll do that. Um, you want to try this device? Hey, let's see how it works is, is uh, um, in, in our environment that we have. Uh, but you're very open to trying new things and letting teachers have the ability to create and the ability to let their minds work in connection with technology. So um, thank you for all that you do. Thank you, David. I appreciate that. I haven't forgotten where I started. <laughs> yep. We're all teachers.